If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard top, it's Kevlu and Ski since the sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, we are back with another ball episode for you guys this weekend. Since you know we got the playoffs coming up, we're gonna be talking about our NBA award predictions. And it's definitely going to be an interesting one. We had some other basketball content coming to you guys earlier this week. Um, we also had our NFL schedule reactions on YouTube, so you guys can go and check that out on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, put that notification bell on. But Kev, let's kick it off with the MVP. And I know throughout the season we had a, a lot of different MVP names, but I got to keep it here with, with Jokic. I mean, we all thought Denver was going to fall apart. And I know that the last time we were talking about our MVP award, I definitely had a different name. But dude kept him a top three seed, and I wasn't expecting that to happen. So uh, I definitely think that Jokic deserves that MVP. Yeah. yeah, so you guys know I've been rocking with Philly, rocking with Embiid. Been preaching Embiid all year, and I would love to see Embiid win it. But I did say, to, I did say you know, right when Murray got hurt, I said, if Jokic can carry this team and keep them afloat, that he's hands down going to be the front runner for MVP because I mean look what he's doing you know what I mean your your number two guy goes out and you still stay afloat and end up with a three seed in a tough Western Conference like you know what I mean there's no there's no question that I mean and as as much as I preach and beat as much as I would love to see him win it Jokic is deserving and I can't be mad at that you know what I mean and I do think he's going to come home with the award yeah same I. I only think he's going to get it because Murray went out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he didn't, yeah, I think Embiid definitely would have got it. But the real MVP this year is Chris Paul. Like, come on, bro. Or Steph. Or Steph. But again, bro, like, the the Warriors roster is better than the Suns in a sense. Yeah. And Chris Paul has the Matusi. The Warriors are fighting for their lives on a Curry 30-point game streak to get in the playing. Yeah. Like, this man literally turned the joke of a franchise in the West outside of the Timberwolves and the Kings Mm -hmm. to the two-seed. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, give the man his flowers. Like, it's about damn time he gets an MVP. I mean, that's true. And since we were talking about Curry a lot, I mean... I think the scoring title's got to go to him. I yeah, mean, how, how can it not? Yeah, it's yeah, locked in. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's officially unofficial. But yeah. No, it's official. <laughs> well, he hasn't like been presented the award. It's just because the stats, it's, he's the got stats, it. Yeah, the stats, the stats are still. Yeah, Kenan Brady's not in Canton yet, but it's kind of official. <laughs> but but it, it, it definitely, definitely would have been interesting, though, you know, to see how if Bale was healthy down the last stretch of the season, if he would have nudged him. Um, a, mm-hmm. a, a little bit. Uh, I know it was close going down the end, but defensive player of the year. I think this is where we're going to have some different names, and you guys could just think that this is like a, a cop out answer or an easy way out. But I think it's Gobert, and I mean his defensive presence. I mean, especially with Donovan Mitchell, who was in and out of the lineup early on this year. I still, I still feel like was felt. And yeah, the Jazz. We don't have too much confidence in as far as you know a contending mm-hmm. threat, but I still feel like his rim presence is still one of the best in the league. Yeah. So you want to go and then I'll go? Yeah, I mean, personally, for the defensive player of the year, I, I think Ben Simmons should get the award just because he guards all five. But it's going to be Rudy Gobert. I mean, it. he's a center. They're the one seed. His nickname is the Stifle Tower. He already has an award. It just it just kind of set up too perfectly. But I think Giannis should be in the voting too. I mean, he's yeah. incredible on both ends. Yeah. And he just literally guards everybody in the East and just blocks them. Yeah. He's no, like, I agree. He's like, come to rim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so this one was tough. This one was definitely the award where the most names were generated. You know what I mean? Because like you said, Lou, Giannis is very deserving. 
Um, I don't have Rudy Gobert winning it, so I do think that he's is, very. That is not my best Greek accent. I hope, but I hope I get a second chance at that in like the second. <laughs> yeah, round. maybe down the road, maybe down the road. But like I'm saying, Giannis is very deserving. Um, I don't have Gobert winning it, so I do think he's very deserving. Even a guy like Drew Holiday could be in the conversation. You know what I mean? But I do think Ben Simmons is going to win it. Like you said, Lou, he guards all five positions. He can guard you in the paint. He can guard you on the perimeter. He can p- pick you up full court press like. He just, there's there's really no flaw in his defensive game. Um, he's got the size to cover all five. He's got the speed. He's got the athleticism. So, I mean, it, it's tough to think. I mean, it's tough to think that, not that if Embiid's going to get robbed out of the MVP because obviously Jokic deserves it. But I feel like if Embiid's not going to get the MVP, Ben Simmons has to get the defensive player of the year. You know what I mean? Like, them two have been pretty much the best duo all season. One of them's got to come home with an award for what they do. You know what I'm saying? True. So, no, I, I definitely feel that. Now, before I go in with my rookie of the year, mm-hmm. Kev, why don't you start us off with rookie? I'm excited about this one because I had a nice conversation with Coach Dave. Shout out Dave Aranella down the baseball field the other day because he thinks his Minnesota Timberwolf, um, Anthony Edwards, deserves it, and he's definitely in the conversation. But I mean, it's going to Lamelo Ball. It is what it is. Even with his injury. Like, he still got the Hornets to the playoffs. You know what I mean? He was still that good throughout the entire season. I feel like Anthony Edwards kind of got off to a slow start. And he's playing with a team that D'Angelo Russell was out. You know what I mean? Cat sits every other game. You know what I mean? So he kind of had not a green light, but he had a lot more room to to grow. Not that LaMelo didn't, but I just think he had other guards around him. Guys like Rosaire, guys like Graham that have been in the league, that have been in the organization for a couple of years. So I do think LaMelo definitely... Not exceeded my expectations, but he did a lot better in his first year than I thought he was going to do. Yeah, see, I think it's Anthony Edwards. Just because, like, I know Melo has, like, the name recognition. Like, and they, they didn't make the playoffs. They got bounced in the play-in. Oh, play-in. You know what I mean? Chance to make the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they were the, but in every other year, that's the nine seed. That's <laughs> you go home. So, I, true, true. you know what I mean? So, I can't, I can't take that. But Anthony Edwards did it for the whole season. He did it consistently. He got better as it went along. And he was healthy. That's it. If LaMelo didn't get hurt, he is it. No questions. But you can't miss 20 games and then be like, hey, guys, I was great for the other pot, so it's cool. Then give them B the MVP if we're going to do that. Yeah. Or LeBron. Yeah, I mean, I I guess that's a fair argument, but I am going to side with LaMelo as far as the the rookie of the year goes. But I'm not saying that you're not wrong for for thinking it's Edwards with Mm -hmm. that exact, like, debate or argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, I respect that, and... Yeah, if if it ever came down to it as far as, you know, any other award, like, I, I definitely feel like it carries more weight, more value. But because it is just the Rookie of the Year, like, I feel like it it's graded probably a, a little yeah, bit differently. Right. But in, And that also doesn't mean that LaMelo could be the better player, like, as far as the career goes. We've seen mm-hmm. plenty of instances um, where that's not the case. Uh, this is definitely another interesting one where I feel like we could have some difference in answers. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think I'm going to. And yeah. the reason why I think I'm going to have some difference in answers is because this might be uh, an off direction for you guys. But as far as coach of the oh, year goes. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. I'm going to have to say. Don't say it. Don't say that it. That a coach in the East is deserving. Oh, God. Don't say it, Steve. From. Kevin's New York Knicks. Okay. Oh. I got Tom Thibodeau, oh. and, and I honestly—I thought he was gonna say Doc Rivers. Look no. at my eyes watering. I thought he was gonna say it. No, I definitely oh. was in the running. 
but no, the Knicks were a horrible team. And yeah, Julius Randle played some great basketball this year, but I also feel like having an existing coaching presence helped kind of settle the Knicks down a little bit. And mm-hmm. what better of a person to build a playoff team than Tom Thibodeau with <laughs> with the players that, that he had? I mean, yeah. Julius Randle, arguably an MVP candidate. D. Rose with a great resurgence in his career, mm-hmm. um, playing great down the stretch for... You know, a team that he when he didn't even think he was going to be in the playoffs yeah. in that scenario with Detroit. So that could be a crazy name. I know a lot of people might go in the Suns' direction, but I'm going to go for a stretch and say Tom Thibodeau or the Knicks. Yeah, it's got to be Quinn Schneider. Yeah. I mean, like, he, he's, he's literally uh-huh. so good at, like, scripting, like, their offense and defense. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just, man, they're the one seed in, like, a year where the West was competitive. Yep. And, like, I mean, he's been holding them together for years now, and now they've just taken the next step. And, like, he, he is a top three coach in the league. Yeah, 100%. I honestly, like, no joke. Like, it's him. I don't I, – I, I think you kind of have to put Pop in there and, like, Spolster probably. Yeah. Honestly. Mm-hmm. No, like, I agree. Those are, like, the three most consistent dudes. And give that yeah. man Quinn. Him and his Clint Eastwood look I mean, face. He, yeah, I thought, he should, I thought he was deserving of it last year, too. Exactly. But, no. So, I have two names here. Quinn Snyder is one of them. Monty Williams is the other one. Please, I, I mean, it is what it yeah. is, but but I, I do feel like Quinn Snyder is more deserving. He's more consistent. I mean, this yeah. is the first year that – I mean, Monty Williams only been there a couple of years, but this is the first year the Suns are even competitive. So, yeah. And a lot of it, thanks, like Chris we said Paul. before, to Chris Paul. Um, so I do give the nod to Quinn Snyder. I mean, we said it from the beginning. that We were out on the Jazz quick, and I've been saying it all year. They've been consistently the best team in the NBA. They've been, you know, the one or two seed in the West literally since day one, and they haven't let go of that. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of things, obviously, to their playmakers, to their players, but obviously that starts with coaching, too, and Quinn Snyder's been doing this in Utah for, you know, a few years now. Like, they're always top of the West, you know what I mean, when it comes to seeding. So, definitely deserving. Thought he was deserving of it last year. I'm sure that hell yeah isn't as bad as Buffalo! Yeah, yeah <laughs> fact. But all this Quinn Snyder-Utah Jazz talk takes us into our next award, who I also think... So all this Quinn Snyder Utah Jazz talk is actually wanted to lead me to our next award, the Sixth Man of the Year, because I also think this is going to the Utah Jazz Sixth Man, Jordan Clarkson. I mean, there's a couple of the guys you could throw in there, but I feel like just throughout the entire season, he's been the best and the most consistent Sixth Man on the best and most consistent team record-wise. You know what I mean? So. I mean, it's going to be hard to think that he's not going to come home with that award. But, again, there is a couple of the names you could argue, but I really do think Jordan Clarkson's going to come home with it. He's kind of, you know, a runaway train at this point for that award, I feel like. I'm going to probably say Blake Griffin on the Nets. No, 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 I'm kidding. It's Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> it's not even close, honestly. Like he's He's been the best six-man in the league, right. like head and shoulder. Like he could start for the Jazz, period. Yeah, if they, fact. If they just didn't want to have that juice off the bench. I yeah. think that's... That's easy. I love the period you've been hitting lately. Thank you. <laughs> well, along with that, is there an argument for Joe Ingles? No. Uh, I feel like Jordan took that role away from him. That's yeah. why. He's like the seventh, eighth man now. Last year they could have been, definitely. He tapes his last year. I can't get down with that. <laughs> true, true. Uh, the last one we just wanted to talk about was most improved. and I feel like this, this is, you know... Not something that that gets a physical award, but I feel like this is something that's always gets talked about in the off season yeah. or when at the end of the season, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in Julius Randle for most improved, I mean, I feel like you kind of have to. I know Lou's rocking with me. Yeah, nah, I would say Julius Randle, but like he was good last year. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like he was a good, yeah. like perennial, like eighteen yeah. five, eighteen five and eight guy. Yeah. 
And then Jeremy Grant is is the, sixth, is the most improved player of the mm-hmm. year. I mean, he literally went from a nobody yeah. to literally like a do- a pretty dominant player. What does yeah. he average, like 24? Yeah, so I year? actually have the stats here. I'm glad you brought this up. So, Julius Randle in 2020, so last season, averaged 19.5, 9.7, This year, he averages 24, 10, and 6. So, assists went down. Rebounds are about the same. Points went up by five. 2020, Jeremy Grant averaged 12 points, three and a half rebounds, 1.2 assists. This year, he averages 22 points. So 10 more points, 4.5 rebounds, so a whole extra rebound, and 3.5 assists. So almost triple the amount of assists he had last year. So it's hard to think that he's not going to get it. You know what I mean? And I definitely do, th- I, I definitely understand the Julius Randle argument. But I feel like it's only an argument because the Knicks are relevant this year. You know what I mean? Like the yeah, number, the yeah. numbers are very similar. If the Knicks were an eight seed again, sorry for swearing. We never swear on the show. That slipped out, Steve. You're gonna have to edit that out. Um, but the Knicks, um, if if they weren't, you know, what I mean, if they were the bottom of the barrel like they always are, I don't even think Julius Randle would be talked about as this award, even though he is deserving of it. I think it's just because the spotlight's on the Definitely. Knicks right now. The only knock is that Jeremy Grant got injured at the end of the year. That's the only way I could see him not winning it, but I do still think he's going to come home with the award. Yeah, I mean, the dude pissed. Yeah. Fantasy? Well, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our NBA award predictions. We had a bunch of basketball content for you guys talking about our Eastern and Western conferences, uh, what we're thinking for those schedules. We had a new... Uh, YouTube video coming to you guys, so make sure you like, subscribe, put that notification bell on, and check out our schedule reactions. Guys, we got so much more content coming out to you guys. Make sure you nominate us for the Quill Podcast Awards. Make sure you guys go and check out our social media and hit that like button for that episode 250 graphic put together by YS. Peace out, guys, and make sure it's five stars.